I saw a wave, a dark wave, come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name Rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all rigged. In a rigged system. Today we're going to be discussing uh, a topic that a lot of people are asking. Uh, what can just the average Joe, just we the people, the average people do to navigate this crisis? And I, I think that's a, a good question. Um, it's a little difficult because we all have different circumstances, but I'm going to do my best to kind of outline, I think, some things that are really important that we can be doing as individuals um, for ourselves and our family. And once we get there, we can branch out to our friends and our community. But first and foremost, you know, we need to start preparing ourselves personally. If you're in debt, do the best you can to get out of debt. I know that sounds like a task, but just do your best and start to prepare your household for some semblance of emergency. At least if you are not prepared, have at least 90 days, three to six months worth of of emergency food, 25 year shelf life food. I would go to heavensharvest.com, tell them Cornerstone sent you, but I would, if you have to have it. Because we could have severe supply chain problems and the food shortages would become very real and you're going to just want the option. And worst case scenario, you could always share one of the buckets and give it to a family and they could eat for a month. So you have to first get to your basics. It's like a Maslow's hierarchy of needs concept. So first we need to take care of, make sure that we, you know, best you can anyway, get out of debt any other additional savings and cash needs to be properly invested in tangible assets. I think gold and silver would be the best. They're liquid. They're real money. And you need to protect that, especially in your IRAs. You need to protect those. Right now, anyway, we're in a big forest fire, so we don't know which way this is going. It's best to get out of the way. If you're in the stock market, get out. This is not the time. So get your finances in order First and foremost, you can have gold and silver shipped to your house. You can have it stored in a depository privately. You can have your IRA stored in a depository. But if anything, you can at least get out of the way. You have gold bumping on the, on the ceiling of all-time highs, and silver eventually is going to get released. They're going to have to, and you're going to see silver going towards 50 and above. Get your finances ready. The best you can reduce your debt. Then next, you have to have your food, food and water. If you don't have backup water, depending on where you're at, if you're on city water, that's not good. I would go online, go to Army-Navy stores, find water bricks, get at least you know, four or five water bricks. They're like two and a half gallon water bricks. And you can store water in these and then just stick them in a closet. But you will find that if, if something really bad goes down, you're not going to have water at all. And you at least need water for the emergency food. And you can always boil the water. You can always create a fire. That goes back to caveman days. So if we have our food lined up, we have enough water, we can still function. 
So it's important. Get water bricks, close them up, and just store them away. They store nice and neatly. And then that way you have food and water. You can kind of feel at peace. I would even make sure you have flashlights and batteries. That's always important. Personally, I'd be having guns and ammo too, but to each your own on that one. But once you take care of your internal household and you feel comfortable that if the power goes down or the water system, water supply becomes poisoned or shuts down, you just don't know what could be coming, that you can handle things for a little while. That way you can take time to think. So we need to first get our household in order. Once you feel like your household is in order, you need to evaluate your family. And part of, by the way, the household in order is the banking situation. So when I talk finances, you need to evaluate where your money is. Yes, we still need money in the bank. We still need to function, pay bills, do things. I get that. But I would not have more than a few months of of cash in the bank. The rest would be gold and silver on the side in a vault at home, stashed away something. And then just keep resupplying your bank account and keep yourself three months ahead always. Because that way, if something does happen, they close down, you're not going to be in a total panic and have cash at home too in a little fireproof box. But once we have our family in our internals, our personal like orbit taken care of, then we move into the family component. And that's not just immediate. If you don't have children or spouse or something, it then goes into, you know, parents and and cousins and uncles. Now that gets sticky because most of us probably don't get along with our families. It seems like Jesus was correct when he said that. I mean, some families are really good and they're very united and that's the way it's supposed to be. But there's a lot of families that you just won't talk to each other ever. You got one that's totally left-wing liberal, and then you have the other one who's a conservative right-wing. They're not talking to each other. It's done. This whole COVID thing just sealed the deal on that one. So you want to take care of your family, though, on the externals, meaning share information with them. And when they're resistant, just be adamant about it. Let them know this is not the time to be flippant because people are. They're still in the stock market. They still think everything is going to be okay. God, we can only hope it will. But believe me, we have red flashing warning signs everywhere. Hopefully we will be okay. But if we're not and you're not properly prepared, you are going to regret that. So get to your people in your family that you know will listen and say, listen, how are you? Do you have food? Do you have water? Do you have your finances properly managed? So many people do not. They just don't. I talk to them right now. I know people that are, no, they haven't a clue about, or if they do, they're just completely blowing off what's really going on. Once we get the inner circle taken care of, our immediate family, ourself, and then our external family. Then we start reaching out to our friends in our community. We really should start lining up with people, start having conversations about skills. Who can do what? Line up, make a list of people that you know. Maybe somebody who's really good with mechanics, someone who's really good with 
with carpentry. Someone who's really good with, with sewing and making clothes and, and, you know, handyman stuff. But make a list. Get with people. Start talking to people. Start asking around for people who may fill voids in your life of skill sets that you don't have. Start finding out in your community if there are people who are preparing, who do get together. Most of the time it seems to happen around churches, but maybe not. Because if a community has a plan, if it starts to break down, and now a community could literally just be your neighborhood, but if you communities have a plan, you won't be stuck when chaos hits. Have a security plan. Talk about it at least. It doesn't have to be concrete, but get it discussed. Have plans for food or water to help people out. If you know, especially in the times we can, if people have community gardens, start organizing those things. It's not just for fun. If you don't have a garden yourself, maybe consider doing a garden and start jarring and canning food. That's very easy to do, and you can get all of those, the seeds and all, at heavensharvest.com. I mean, I admit I'm not prepared for gardening, but I have all the food I need for a couple years probably, so I'm not too concerned. I live in the mountains, so I'm just going to go outside and shoot something. Plenty of elk and deer and meat everywhere, so I'm not too concerned. But a lot of people don't. But if we have plans in our community... You can rest assured and have some peace that if it does get ugly, we can help one another. Especially for elderly or disadvantaged that maybe don't have a lot of finances. And for those that do have more finances, maybe we can be there so we know who's there so we can start to help people who may go hungry. This is the way that we are going to survive as people. If we work in our inner circle towards our outer circle and prepare ourselves with the basic needs and we're there for each other through the psychological, emotional part, I think the hardest deal with all of this is most people are not having that conversation. They don't think that it's that important. And I know because even most of my friends are not thinking that way. Everybody's just tooling along like everything is fine. Hopefully it will be. But if we're not having basic conversations, there's a reason in the army we did everything the same way over and over and over again. Because when the moment of wartime chaos hit, your subconscious training kicks in. And so all the details, attention to details of literally rolling our underwear and our socks a certain way. All was about attention to details. So when you're on the battlefield, when it's chaos, you didn't have to think. You just understood the dynamics of attention to detail. Very similar we don't, and then the most important thing here in all of this is not to orchestrate or have these conversations out of fear. God said, I did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And it's through love 
if we exercise a sound mind and we love one another and we take a hold of the power. Now, the power he's speaking of, by the way, is dunamis, which is the supernatural miracle power that raised Christ from the dead types. That's what he gave us, not fear. So do not operate in fear. Do not allow people to get scared and confused because wartime or chaos is confusing. And the best thing to do is just have a very narrow plan. Because if you have a narrow plan and you don't have fear, it actually just kind of takes care of itself. So it's really super important not to approach it with fear, but to approach people with a way of saying, you know, there's a lot of, of, there's a very large forest fire taking place in not only our country, but around the world. This is not the same thing. This is not a normal time. The dollar is losing reserve currency status. We are picking a fight with nuclear Russia. The world is dividing. The Western world is in deep inflation, deep trouble, and it's not going to be easy to get out of. They probably are going to have to escalate to a world war because that's the only way they're going to get out of all the debt that they're in in the West. In the meantime, most of us alive today don't remember wartime economy. And I'm not talking Vietnam. I'm talking World War II, World War I, Great Depression. Most of us today just don't have that knowledge of what it's like with scarce resources scarce supply when you become excited to get eggs I would be getting dehydrated egg dehydrated butter I would get crystallized honey and I would get some wheat berries that you can crush up into flour you could almost do anything with those few ingredients we just need to be prepared and I think If you're prepared, you'll have peace of mind. And if nothing happens, so be it. But the way the world is going right now, unless we put a major halt on, major break job on this deal, it is absolutely going to a world catastrophic anarchy or some chaos. China and Russia seem to be taking the lead on trying to stop it. The United States and Europe are pushing against it. And it doesn't look good because it's at a time when the Western banking system is so fragile, you couldn't even walk on it if you wanted to. So you can't listen to our leaders when they say everything is fine. It's not fine. Nothing to be afraid of, but at least be prepared because it's not Fine. Then once we get all of this kind of understood, then we just go about our day. Help people. I'm noticing it. There's going to be a lot of people you're going to come across that are going to be hurting. They already are. Inflation is really high and it has really taken a toll on fixed income and lower income, especially retired. Help people. Help them if they have problems with their car. Help them if they need help in any way. Just be ready to start helping one another. 
were the worst, sloppiest, ill-mannered, most disgusting society in so many ways. We have chaos. They loot. They blow up stores. They steal everything. They rob you. You go to Japan, they have chaos. Everybody quietly waits in line. They have manners and respect. Japan is amazing for that. We have such a, such a horribly mannered society. Bad morals, bad values. And that's a lot what the left are preaching. The left are lunatics. Period. Democrats, all blue dog stuff used to be okay. Fighting for unions and standing up for certain issues. But today, they are demonically possessed, demon-ravaged lunatics. And most of our country still doesn't get it. Because most of the country is receiving money from the government now. Over 50% of our country receives money for the government. So they're already socialist or communist in their head. But you have no idea what socialism and communism will do to your quality of life, your standard of living. If you think now it's important to get that government check, wait until they cut it and then tell you to shut up. That's what happens in a socialist communist world. They're going to make you think they'll take care of you. And then once they take total power, believe me, you're going to be reduced to nothing. And like it. Oh, that sounds familiar, isn't it? World Economic Forum said that. Klaus Schwab, that total psychopathic Nazi, flat out said that the whole New World Order idea, you will have nothing and you will like it. I don't think so. That doesn't sound like freedom to me. So try your best one step at a time. Give it to the Lord. Don't stress. Don't be in fear, but continue to prepare for a handful of years that are going to be pretty rocky. And let's just all pray that we can get through it and get some of this insanity behind us. And if we can do that, we can start a brand new generation and a new tomorrow. So until next time, God bless each and every one of you. With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888 888- 747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.